Have you ever wondered what makes bodies tick? Are you creating the sexual reality you desire and require? Would you like to know more about what else is possible with bodies? What if your fantasies are not as strange as you thought they were? What if you could learn to be kinder to your body and kinder to others' bodies? Would you like to create confidence in the bedroom and beyond? How has your sex life or lack of it affected other areas of your life? Have you lost your mojo and wondered where to find it? Everyone has the potency to be a sexual superhero. Get ready to listen, sense, and play with the sexualness that is you. Now, here is the host of The Pleasure Zone, Body Whisperer, Melitza Yelenich. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Melitza Yelenich, and tonight I have one of those another amazing and strange and mysterious shows available for you guys. How lucky are you? So one of the... And I'll tell you about it in just two minutes after I talk about me. So tonight, um, I'd like to just tell you a little bit about myself. So one of the most fun things I choose to play with um, on the planet every day uh, is working with bodies and people. And uh, more and more, the more I work with people, the more I just love, love seeing how people's bodies change under my hands, as if by magic, as if they're like clay, uh, and that bodies can have so much more ease. And I absolutely love that about bodies. And uh, I love working uh, with energy as well. And the thing with bodies is I actually do a lot of manipulation with bodies. So the title of tonight's show, Manipulation or Masturbation, um, it's about manipulation, how people manipulate each other. But it's also that we do manipulate um everything in our reality, like we can manipulate bodies to have greater ease. So, for example, the body work that I do when we manipulate, uh, when I move a body, is actually a manipulation. So it's creating um, a different, uh, something in their reality that they weren't choosing prior to that. So anywhere where you're actually like impacting somebody else's reality, um you know, even if they're choosing it, can still be a manipulation. And even if they aren't choosing it, can be a manipulation. The thing is, we often identify manipulation as something that's negative and that it means that you're, you know, making people do things against their will. As if you have that kind of potency that you've taken away somebody's free will. The only time you can take away somebody's free will is when they choose it. So, you know, even with children, my daughter has free will. And um, my lover husband, we were talking about this tonight, um, that he had attempted to manipulate her uh, to do something the other day through guilt. And it was really cute. And he's like, and she wouldn't buy it. I'm like, hey, that's funny. And she called him out on it. And so he had said to her, um, yeah, you probably wouldn't want to move grandma's uh, suitcase upstairs for her, you know, because it's much more fun to watch grandma move it up one stair at a time uh, because, you know, grandma's backwards, so she can only move it up one at a time. Um, and he was exhausted from driving, <laughs> so he was trying to manipulate her into moving this uh, luggage. And she took about 10 seconds and she looked at him and she went, you just want me to do it because you don't want to do it and you're trying to make me do something I don't want to do. It's not going to work. And I just had to laugh. 
as a fact. Like she's aware of when the manipulations are showing up and sometimes she chooses to go along with it and sometimes she doesn't. And sometimes when she tries to manipulate me, I'll sometimes go along with it and sometimes I don't. So uh, oftentimes after school, she'll uh, she'll create uh, like tears, just like downflow of tears out of nowhere. And uh, as soon as she sees me, she'll, you know, be on the bus. Everything's fine and chipper and dandy. She gets off the bus and I say, sweetie, how's your day been? And the tears come down. Those beautiful crocodile tears just start rolling down her face. I'm like, what's going on? I'm just so tired and I'm so lonely. And, you know, I hit my head at school and I'm, you know, likely going to require taking my kid for an MRI sometime in her early teens because the number of times she hits her head at school on concrete, um, it's amazing she's still alive. And, and I don't know that she's actually hitting her head on concrete, although this is the report that I get. So she uh, she does often manipulate with the crocodile tears. It's like, okay, Steve, well, what do you require? I just need a hug. I'm like, wow, so can you just ask for one <laughs> instead of manipulating with tears? And in relationship, I watch people do that a lot, like manipulate with sadness. You know, there's there was a list, you know, I love doing my research. So there's this list, uh, many lists that I found, on uh, good old Google. And through my Google research, I found a list of, uh, there was like the top four ways uh, to know that somebody's manipulating you in a relationship. So number one is arguing you out of what you want. So let's say you're leaving the house and you remember something else you need to bring and your friend says, oh, you don't really need to do that. Uh, You don't wanna be late, do you? So they use the logic to manipulate you out of something. And I thought, okay, yeah, that's funny. Okay, I've done that, been there. Uh, Non-stop talking is another way to manipulate. And apparently sex addicts do a non-stop talking thing. I thought, well, that's very interesting. might get into these more later if I feel like it. Uh, Derisive joking and sarcasm. Well, I don't know about you guys, but most of my friends, most of my really good friends are sarcastical beyond belief, and my other name for it is sortestical. But the sarcasm is uh, pretty top-notch. So to me, if you actually have sarcasm in your life, that's a sign of intelligence. And if you don't get sarcasm, well, that would be the opposite. Don't want to say you're not so bright, just saying Get with the program. Not everything in life has to be so bar darn serious. And uh, I think truly, if I wasn't uh, willing to be sarcastic uh, once in a while, then I couldn't even know when sarcasm is coming at me. So I would take everything serious and take everything as an offense, um, it, which is such a joke because most of the time, most of the time, the people that I choose to have in my life see the brilliance in others. And so when they go and say something sarcastic to you, it is to nudge you into the greatness that you truly be. So sarcasm can be such a, a, a contribution. And I find it funny that this research was indicating that sarcasm is actually a form of manipulation. 
this is a great unkindness, and if you notice somebody doing this to you, you know, this is when these are one of the top-notch signs to know that you should walk away from a relationship that's manipulative or that the person is a sex addict and is manipulating you with their addiction. So I love my, you know, my background is in psychology, and I love that my I don't, I'm not a psychologist, just let's be clear, I do have a background in psychology, um, that, you know, people that are in the field that I studied um, really take these things quite to heart and they're quite serious about, you know, if somebody is manipulating you, they're trying to influence you, it's aggressive without seeming aggressive. So it's passive aggressive and that's just wrong. That's just so wrong. So, you know, you ever been that wrong that you were actually sarcastic, but you got the results you were looking for? And how much that I was actually a kindness um, to the other person so that they could choose up and choose more and choose the greatness that they be. Yeah, never do that, right? That kind of sarcasm can actually create stuff for people in their worlds that they weren't willing to create until they kind of got through the sarcasm how fun ridiculous they were being about something that they could actually choose with total ease. So, you know, sarcasm for me is one of um, the ways that I play with people to actually choose greatness of them. So if you take offense to me in doing that, that's your choice. So the other one that was on the number four of how you know your sex addict is manipulating you is reframing your reality. Now, I was with an alcoholic for a number of years, and my favorite alcoholic, I can only say that he's my favorite alcoholic because he donated the sperm to have my daughter. Um, so the reframing of your reality is a common form of persuasive communication. So saying stuff like, well, you know, you're better than that, uh, can actually get the person out of apparently like the resentment. However, um, when they try to change your reality out of their own self-interest, it's considered not so okay. So if my self-interest, now I find this funny because if my self-interest is to actually contribute to you having, say, for example, a greater life, more ease, more fun, and I somehow reframe your reality so that you can choose more ease and more fun, is that a contribution to you or is that a total unkindness? According to this research that they're putting out there to the world is that pretty much everything I do turns me into a sex, addict, a sex addict manipulator. How many of my friends out there listening qualify with all of these tools of sarcasm, reframing people's realities, and all of that? Like how many of us are, as facilitators of consciousness, could actually qualify to be sex addicts? I think it's hilarious how the tools we use will do this. Sometimes even the nonstop talking is one of those when you get into clearing statements and you get to the subconscious and you're getting to that, to this energy and you're like, and like this, this information is coming out, this nonstop talking can actually reframe stuff, uh, change people's realities. So the nonstop talking um, 
For example, I'm going to be doing nonstop talking for the next hour, and you guys are choosing to listen, other than my few occasional breaks for, you know, ads and stuff. Um, I'm basically doing nonstop talking. So according to this, uh, that is, that's just a manipulation, and that's just like a sign that somebody could possibly be also a sexual predator. So, wow. Um, and arguing you out of what you want. So I don't know that I've actually argued people out of what they desire. Uh, however, if what they're saying they desire doesn't match the energy of what they're saying, I might say, so true, is that really what you desire? Uh, and so if that is seen as arguing people of what out of what they want, then charge me with that one too, because I'm probably doing that. So... Yeah, and, and I'm getting some comments in the back and I just like to call it the back end, not the chat room, because I like referring to it as the back end. And in the back end, we've got people saying things like nonstop talking, frack, that's a lot of sex addicts I know. Thank you, Carol. A lot of sex addicts I know, too. And uh, I know who Mason J is. And <laughs> thank you. Stop manipulating us with your words, you sexual predator. I know. And, I'm, and if it's turning you on, you're welcome. So, oh, it's like such a hoot. So one of the, um, my uh, friend, and I won't name names because she knows exactly who she is, is the inspiration of tonight's show, uh, manipulation or masturbation. The topic actually came out when we were having a, a chat one day and she's like, damn it, what manipulation can I be to have him show up more in my life? And I was like, manipulation, masturbation, I don't know, what do you think? And I was like, hey, there's a show title, manipulation or masturbation, that is the question. So, and uh, my friend is now asking in the universe to receive money for gifting me show ideas, and absolutely, bring on the money. So, bring on the money, honey. Uh, wow, and, and I'm getting a dollar too, thank you, Mason J, because I'll take that dollar for turning you on, wicked. And um, so the the manipulation or masturbation, to me, the question is like manipulation, according to this reality, involves working with other people, their bodies, their realities, and masturbation is working on your own. So how the heck did I tie those together? Well, I'm a pro at finding connections with anything. That is one. I acknowledge my greatness in finding a connection with anything to anything because, man, everything's connected. And I just happen to have a knack of finding the way to connect those bebbies up. So um, when we come back from break, we're going to talk a little bit more about the masturbation side of this topic as we talked a little bit about the manipulation side. And then we're going to see how all of that comes together, if you know what I mean. And that will be right after break. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. Would you be willing to explore what has already been introduced as sexual practices on this planet? What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation. By tuning into The Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life. 
and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on A2Zen.fm. What does optimal cell health mean, and how can you create it? Pulsed electromagnetic field therapy by Swiss Bionics can improve your well-being in every area of your life. The PEMF mat stimulates cells to move and create space between cells for optimal cell function. How does it get better than that? Use two to three times per day for eight minutes will improve circulation and immune function. Cell metabolism and repair begins, and mobility also will increase. Do you desire better health? If you're interested or would like a session, call 613-473-3805 or in Toronto. Call or text 416-253-1617. Monthly rentals start at only $300 per month. Is now the time to choose Optimal Cell Health? This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255-TALK or Canada 613-800-8736 or you can Skype us at A2Zen.fm. You can also make the choice to ask for comment by email by sending to Melitza at MelitzaYelenich.com. Now back to the program. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Melitza Yelenich, and tonight the topic is manipulation or masturbation. That is the question. So right before break, I was talking about how manipulation often has to do a lot with other people, other people's bodies, their realities. Um, and the thing is, a lot of times what the manipulation for can be used for, if you're doing it consciously, is actually to create greater on this planet. Now, if we're going to unconscious anything, are we creating greater? No. So if you are consciously manipulating something to create more communion, create something greater for in another person's life, and I know that can sound like being in uh, like an arrogant ass that you know what could create greater. But when you can see the greatness in somebody and where they're not choosing to step it up and you just even put a little wedge into their universe to get them to kind of ramp it up and choose more, um, you know, when you're doing it consciously, when you're choosing to be that consciously uh, and to nudge them and to manipulate some situation so that they can actually receive more, is that a greater contribution to not only them? And what if that's actually a greater contribution to everybody around them, to you as well, to the whole planet? So, you know, choosing from a place of awareness, period, uh, whether it's through whether it's masturbating through awareness or manipulating through awareness, either way is going to just create more on the planet. Awareness and consciousness and more of it is going to create greater on the planet. So whatever you're using it for uh, in whatever area of your life, please keep choosing it and creating more of it and choosing and creating and choosing and choosing and choosing and choosing. Choosing's key. So choice creates awareness. And so one of the um, the things I wanted to talk about too is 
masturbation. I know that's like a bold topic. Um, not very many people other than uh, as a kid, I used to listen to this program uh, on Q107. It was a radio station uh, growing up. And there was a woman named Sue Johansson, and she had the sex talk radio show on Sunday nights. Actually, she's one of my inspirations to have a sex talk radio show myself. Growing up listening to her, she was such an inspiration to have ease with bodies um, and that she had this way about her that, uh, you know, for the first like 20 years of her show, nobody saw her unless like she showed up at your high school doing a talk. And then she ended up with a, a TV show later on. So people did actually get to see her. Um, she had this like sultry way of describing things that made even things like anal sex sound really inviting. Uh, or anything that was like sort of taboo. She had this way of making sex be so playful, fun, inviting, and that she also assisted people in just having more awareness of what is going on with your body. Oh, you know, you, you are allowed to go to a doctor and ask the doctor if you have this stinking ooze coming out of your crotch. You know, it's okay to go to a doctor and ask about that. So she's really, like, she was really great with, with uh, creating a witness. Um, in the in her timeline, right? So when and that was great, she was giving people information. So my target is to actually create uh, even more with that, like creating consciousness. And the topic of masturbation and consciousness, you don't really hear a lot of people talking about that. So for uh, as much as I have information on that, I'll share with you guys. So uh, masturbation to me is not just about pleasuring your body, although a lot of it has, uh, you know, has an impact on your body and, uh, your body is involved with copulation, whether it's with yourself or somebody else. So when it comes down to it, it's like masturbation in a way is actually a manipulation of your body too, because you are, the target is in a way to, um, to shift something in you, whether it's like a sexual frustration or you're just bored, but it'll shift some energy. So in a way it does manipulate the energy. Um, although manipulation is usually something that people regard as something that is done to them or it's an external thing, we can manipulate ourselves and we do it all the time. We can manipulate ourselves into to not choosing greater. We can manipulate ourselves uh, into choosing oh, the chances are we manipulate ourselves into falling down a rabbit hole more often than we choose to actually like climb that jack in the beanstalk and get that golden goose. So I was watching like Forever After High just before I got on here. So you can imagine my all my references now have to do with children's shows and manipulation and masturbation all at the same time. What a combination. So uh, the the masturbation piece is like, when and I actually know a lot of people who refuse to masturbate, and um, that I mean that's neither a rightness nor a wrongness, but like let's just say it's your body, right? So if you are with a person, um, and I have friends whose husbands or refuse to masturbate, absolutely outright refuse it, and what I've asked them on occasion, I'm like, well, you know, then how does that work for you, like in your relationship? How does that work for you uh, as lovers? Um, and, you know, quite often there's like quite a frustration with, with them and their partners that they are like the source of everything for that person. They're like the source of that person's body having joy. They're the source of the clean house. They're the source of the, like, they're the source of everything, including masturbation, right? So, 
Um, although masturbation is usually a term used for something you do to yourself, again, it is like there can be mutual masturbation. There's different, um, you know, partner masturbation. And as we talked about last week, there's even masturbation competitions in the world. And that guy who masturbated for nine hours and 58 minutes and is like the rock star of masturbation. Um, there is like, uh, you know, different things. Actually, today, I have these like great, grand and brilliant ideas that come out of nowhere, um, usually when I'm going to the bathroom because that's when I actually have peace and quiet. And along with some other ideas for my friend's business, I had this idea about a masturbation club. And I thought, well, wow, there's something that you don't see advertised on Meetup very often. And I thought, well, now there's an option, perhaps maybe like masturbation club on well, I wonder, and then I was like, I wonder if I actually created that. Would people show up to my masturbation club? And would that still be considered masturbation? Or is it something more than that? Because now it's like a group of people. So is it group masturbation? And is that a whole word unto itself? Because essentially it's like, well, the masturbation thing to me is usually pretty individual or independent. Um, and what else is possible with that, right? So now yeah, I just kind of like went on this tangent in my head, uh, of, oh, yeah, group masturbation. What could that create? If creating a business on your own is fun and then you start adding other people to your business and your business flourishes, what if the same is true uh, with masturbation? So I was like, hey, what else is... I know, we're going up with this stuff. Who has a brain like mine? Apparently I do. And so I'm playing with like this whole concept of, okay, what if our bodies um, did create... So we have all this energy, right, that we're... Um, playing within our bodies all the time, not just masturbation times, but so our molecules have energy, our cells have energy, um, and if we can activate them and we're in a room of people and we're all activating them, what if that actually uh, created sort of like a, a greater even tsunami effect of energy that goes out? As I've talked about on this show before about how I like to do a, a sort of like energetic magic with sex during using energy pulls. Um, and if you're not familiar with those, uh, you can uh, ask me about them privately. Um, so if you're not familiar with how to do energy pulls, I like to add the energy pulls to um, copulation with my partner and also to... Masturbation. So, like, masturbation for creation. I think I actually did a show on that, and I did one on um, another. I've done a few shows on masturbation in the past that were solidly um, connected to masturbation. So, please feel free to look at the archives and check that out. The other one was uh, Fun for One. It was kind of like a guided meditation, masturbation, sort of get to know your body fun time. Uh, so, the yeah the whole concept to me was like if we could actually um manipulate our reality to actually create more and what if we used uh, masturbation as a tool for that because how many of us are are doing that like there is a handful of people i know that aren't choosing it but the most majority of people i know are choosing it and what if we could actually use that energy uh for our creations so and and i was talking to my friend today about um, taking energy and putting it into our creation. So whether it's taking energy of all the past classes we've actually taken, um, participated in, because uh, we're part of that creation and adding that energy into our future creations, or whether it's the energy of, you know, your, you know, awesome, great 
um, masturbation sessions with yourself or with somebody else or your fantastical lovemaking sessions that you've had throughout your whole life. And what if we could take all of those energies, bundle them up into this megasphere and flow them into all of our future creations so that, you know, we're actually like flowing the energy of, of all the orgasmic energy. We're flowing all the energy of everything that we've created and all the manipulations we've already done for all of that to show up. So, you know, how much more ease can we have like flowing that into future creation so we don't have to, you know, recreate the wheel over and over again. Oh my God. And that's such uh, such effort, right? And can be like, oh my God, I've been trying so hard. I've been working so hard. And how much have you actually created that already? And it's just a matter of flowing that energy into the future. So that's one form of a manipulation is like using everything you've got to create what the desired outcome that you would like. So, that's a little bit why I brought that part into there. So um, if if masturbation brings up a lot of weird stuff in your world, like why is she she's talking about it and then she's not talking about it, um, there is this funny energy that's like coming up and then going away. And there's almost like, it's funny. I get that there's like a relief in people's universe when I sort of like diverge from the topic and talk about something else. So uh, I'm curious to see what will actually show up when I totally choose to be present with only masturbation when we come back from the next break, which um, it's not happening this in seconds, but in a, in a minute, we're going to go to break. And so I'm wondering, and I'm curious, even how us are not even present with our own bodies when we are uh, masturbating, like how many of you are uh, sort of like in your head or thinking, okay, I got to come up with the greatest fantasy that's going to get me off. How many of a, you are only in your crotch? How many of you are, you know, wishing somebody else was there and they're not there? Or like there's so many things that we're just not being present with that moment in that 10 seconds. Um, so how much of a turn on is your body in your life when you're actually present with it even in that 10 seconds? That in itself whether your hands are on your crotch or you've got toys working on your crotch, like whether any of those um, things are being implemented, how much more can that um, actually, for your body, your body could just like receive so much more if we just uh, allow it to. I just got sidetracked because I saw the time and I went on a tangent. So I'm asking you guys all to be present with your bodies. And so if if you can start even during this break, um, that uh, if you can just start to really get more present with your body, like feel your toes, feel your legs, feel your hips, feel all of your body parts, and then like be present, look at a, a you know some spot on the wall, and just get really present during this um, commercial break. And when we come back, um, we're gonna get into like how to be really present with your life, your body, your partner, and especially with you. So being really present with you with masturbation. And we're going to start with that when we come back from break. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. Would you be willing to explore what has already been introduced as sexual practices on this planet? What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation. By tuning into The Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich, 
you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255-TALK or Canada 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at A2Zen.fm. You can also make the choice to ask for comment by email by sending to Melitza at MelitzaYelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Milica Jelanić, and tonight the topic is manipulation or masturbation, and that is the question. So we've been talking about manipulation in the first part of this call and a little bit about masturbation in the second part, and then what I became aware of is that, uh, like there's, um, there's this place where people just kind of like wander off and really don't want to be present with the whole topic of masturbation. So, um, and, and if some energy requires being cleared, we can do that right now. So, um, everywhere where you're making masturbation a wrongness, can we destroy and uncreate all that times a godzillion? Right, wrong, good, bad, pock, pot, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyonds. If this is the first time you're on my call, please go to theclearingstatement.com and find what that crazy speak is that I just said. Thanks. So it's from Access Consciousness. So what does masturbation mean to you? And what do you mean to masturbation? Wow, there's energy on that. That's hilarious. I am like the source of masturbation and the creator of masturbation. I wonder if I am actually one of the... If we were all sitting around in caveman days and I was just like sitting there going, oh my God, look at this body part. I'm going to touch it. And all y'all were like sitting around that fire with me going, oh my God, she's touching it. And all of a sudden there was this like crazy caveman like exploration into the genitals going on. And what if I actually was the creator of masturbation? Everything that brings up and lets down um, doesn't have to be the creator of masturbation, but I kind of get a sense I've been doing it for, oh, the entire time I've been on this planet. Because, hey, why else would I choose embodiment other than to touch myself? So <laughs> everything that brings up and lets down, let's destroy and uncreate it all. Time's a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, pock, pot, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyond. So 
there's like such a funny there's discussion going on in the chat room about the taboo of it and people especially who are raised religious like masturbation was a huge no-no um i remember being fairly young and i had a friend um we were both about uh, age seven or eight i suppose and we both had a fascination with our bodies and my friend uh was like hey hey, do you do this? And I'm like, I don't know. What are you talking about? And we like crawled under the covers and she showed me, um, she was masturbating and she's like, do you do this? I'm like, yeah, I do that. And she's like, cool. Do you want to do that together? I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. And we, it wasn't even something. It was just like such a funny conversation. Like then that same day, so there was this like openness that happened in my universe that day that was like, oh my God, there's somebody else on the planet that does that. Um, because until then, like, I know that I was like, I would like sleep masturbate as a child and, um, like almost chronically. And, uh, I know there were times like my family would come in the room and they wonder what I was up to. And I was completely asleep and just like, you know, using whatever was around pillows, whatever. And just to try and like ease my body. And, um, there was, there was such a wrongness made out of it. Like there would have to be discussions later, but what are you doing? Why are you doing that? You're making your pillows smell funny and like all this stuff. And I felt so bad about it. And I was like, oh man. And then that day it was like, oh, oh, she does it too. Oh my God. So I'm not a freak and maybe I'm not so gross. Um, However, the place we were doing this was like a very open area in uh, this uh, space that my grandparents had a cottage. And so this friend of mine and I were, here we are, playing around, like fun, having such a fun time. And my two little boy cousins came upstairs and they're like, they came and they just like ripped the covers off of us. And like, what are you guys doing? And we're like, oh my God. They were younger than us. And then all of a sudden, they like ran downstairs and were like, I saw this and blah, blah, blah. And then, oh, my God, the wrongness that was made out of us. We were like ostracized for like my grandmother was like, you know, you shouldn't do that. Blah, blah, blah. That's not OK. And and all of us like, wow, there couldn't be more wrongness made. So, yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of taboo around it. And there's so much uh so much like crap that we put on each other and in, in around our own insecurities our own shit that we've adopted from other people so you know whether it's religion whether it's you know the victorian era of finally figuring out hygiene so you don't want to touch those dirty genitals they just went pee or they just had a this or oh even though the victorians were having all kinds of outrageous sex it's always known as like the area where era where everything was kind of like so um, snobbish. So there, like even historically, when we did that program, if you haven't listened to that one on the pleasure zone, um, it was like sex from around the world. Historically, there was even pharaohs who were masturbating publicly. Um, and that was sort of like something that was like uh, an event and everybody would go and watch this. And I was like, man, there's something to that. I kind of like that idea. That that kind of works for me. I would like to go see, I don't know, the leader of our country, Justin Trudeau, go masturbate. I might be like, you go, Justin. You go and like do something for our country. Look at you. You're pulling energy for our country and you're letting us enjoy you. How's it get any better than that? 
and I, I don't think that Justin Trudeau is going to listen to this, so I think I'm okay. But I think I would enjoy it. I think this is something that I would like probably pay for tickets for. I wouldn't mind if my taxes went to that. I'd be like, hey, I'll give you tax money so I can go watch this. Awesome. Right now, you know, I like his tweeting and everything else, but, you know, some other stuff would be good, too. So what if our current political leaders could be like those pharaohs and whew, how much fun could we have? We might actually vote more, get politically involved and actually maybe care about our countries. Just saying. Although I don't know if I want to see the possibility of Donald Trump getting in the U.S. I don't know if I actually want to see him doing that, but if if it contributes to the planet, then sure. So... <laughs> there's, I, I don't know. They're telling me up in the back end. I think maybe I'm going a little too politically far there. So, um, there's, there is like, uh, this, this funny thing. This is like wrongness. Yet there was such like a celebration of it in the past. So, um, you know, and I'm sure and I absolutely know that, you know, there are more places than just Greece that people were celebrated for masturbation. I know like different islands in Greece they were as well. And definitely other cultures have that. Um, it's a matter of whether we're willing to choose to celebrate our bodies again and whether we're going to be willing to choose to even manipulate each other into the greatness of choosing to celebrate our bodies. So, you know, how much... Um, Say say you and I are friends, let's just say, and I manipulate you into the greatness of you by saying, hey, me and you, you and me, let's go masturbate and see what that creates for the planet. And what if that actually does create something? Like, what if that actually um, helps you to bring down all your barriers and not judge you anymore? And what if it helps you to, like, have this sort of ease with your body, lack of judgment with your body, um ease of receiving from the planet like i don't know what it's going to create because you know i don't have i mean i'm pretty good with predicting but i don't see everything um so what i am aware of is that there could just be like so much of uh kindness that could be with that we could be for each other that it's like hey randomly like hey what's she doing tonight? Nothing. You want to hang out? Should we masturbate for the planet? Sure, let's do it. And for some people, that might be a really heavy thing to choose. And for other people, it might be like a total joy and fun. And like, what a great way to hang out for an evening and create, right? Woo! And like cheering each other on, like, nice orgasm, good work, yay. So that was part of like the whole, when I was like getting the masturbation club idea, I was kind of going like, <laughs> literally hang out. Yes, literally hang out um, is one of the comments in the background. Uh, so one of the ideas I had around this like group masturbation club was like, what if we really could like even like go, you know, good for you. Look at that. You're doing great. Like keep on and like cheerleading each other on to like great orgasmic energy, um, you know, and and hey, like people are doing air sex now right so they're like having sex with the air like it'd be kind of like that it's not like you're having sex with everybody in the room and i have no point of view about that i'd probably choose it um the thing is there's like what if we could actually all be like hey beautiful body yay look at you oh look how beautiful your body is oh look at that you're having a beautiful orgasm look at you and it's not that we have to say it out loud because that might be like annoying but uh, energetically contributing that energy to the body 
oh my God, how many bodies would love to be adored with that? I I personally know mine would love that. Like, so just check, you know, would your body love to be adored during masturbation? And if it would, maybe you know some people who would love to adore it during masturbation. And if your body would not like that and you've got points of view about that, that's cool. Those are your points of view. Keep them if you like. Change them if you don't like them. And if you get that it actually would create more in your universe and in your world to actually have no point of view about it and be willing to receive all the judgments of everybody staring at you, even if you're completely naked masturbating and you receive all of that, wow, what would that be like? So if you're willing to like sit in a room and have uh, conversations about creating different uh, things, classes, uh, ideas, businesses, um, you've got that energy of creation going on. You've got, and you're willing to be vulnerable. It's being naked and masturbating in a way. Um, the only difference is you're not sitting there with your hand on your genitals. You're probably sitting there with your hand on your laptop. Yet there is this energy that builds. It's like very exciting. It's like, ooh, yeah, like people get excited. Like I've worked with friends who get so like, uh, like there's so much intensity um, that comes up during uh, creation mode that it's almost like, oh, Oh yeah, like it's it, it is like orgasmic in a way, um, and it it almost feels sometimes like who you are gonna come because man, that was like an awesome creation. Um, and if you are not having that in your life, just know that it is possible that creation mode can actually be that orgasmic. So <laughs> yeah, I'll have what she's having. Yeah, I'll have more of it. So we are actually gonna head to break, and when we come back. Um, I'm going to see if I can actually tie some of this uh, together even more and see where this goes. And if you guys would like to call in, feel free. Love to hear your voices. If you don't want to call in, I love your chatting in the my back end tonight. So thank you so much for coming on. And we're going to head to break now. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. Would you be willing to explore what has already been introduced as sexual practices on this planet? What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation. By tuning into The Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on A2Zen.fm. What does optimal cell health mean, and how can you create it? Pulsed electromagnetic field therapy by Swiss Bionics can improve your well-being in every area of your life. The PEMF mat stimulates cells to move and create space between cells for optimal cell function. How does it get better than that? Use two to three times per day for eight minutes will improve circulation and immune function. Cell metabolism and repair begins, and mobility also will increase. Do you desire better health? If you're interested or would like a session, call 613-473-3805 or in Toronto. Call or text 416-253-1617. Monthly rentals start at only $300 per month. Is now the time to choose Optimal Cell Health? 
This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255-TALK or Canada 613-800-8736 or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also make the choice to ask for comment by email by sending to Melitza at melitzayelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Pleasure Zone, and welcome back from break. If you're just joining us now, welcome to it. Um, tonight, we've been talking about manipulation and masturbation, and that is the question. It's like to be or not to be. So my question is, do you choose to both manipulate and masturbate? Do you choose one over the other? What if you can have both? How much fun can we have manipulating ours to greatness? And how much fun can we have masturbating for our creations? Masturbating for each other's creations. So, you know, just so you know, if you've ever worked with me in any way, or if you've, you know, ever had, you know, any kind of contact with me um, through any of my work, chances are, I've like included you in my masturbations because that's what I do. You're just included because that's how fun I am. So if you um, actually started to include everyone and everything in, in that, like would, is it possible and are you aware that anything and everything can turn you on and that you can utilize even your business as a source of like getting turned on during masturbation? Can you manipulate yourself into receiving way more in your life, your living, and your money flows by like going, hey, I'm going to just like masturbate from my creations and look at that. I got more money. And yeah, I'm gonna, people are going to judge me for masturbating from my creations. And I love it. And I'm going to receive all those judgments of people going, what the hell? How come she can do that? I can't. Wanna, that's just crazy shit. Well, uh, awesome. I'll receive all of it and all the money that comes with it. So, um, and I can already hear my friends going, yeah, me too. I'm going to do that too. I'm going to masturbate for my creations too. Woohoo. And so really it's like pulling the energy into your body. So this is how we're going to manipulate our reality to receive more through masturbation. Here we go. This is going to be your three minute guided masturbation manipulation. So what you're going to do is you're going to Literally, like, receive your body. So, because this is only three minutes, it's going to be a fast one. You're going to, you know, get yourself comfortable, get your body comfortable, be really present with your body, and then start to pull energy into your body from everywhere and anything in the entire universe. And just, like, start to allow your body to have ease with receiving everything in the entire universe. So your barriers are down, your body is, like, vulnerable even when you're naked some people aren't vulnerable so just allow your body to feel and be in the receiving mode and then start to pull in from everywhere and anything to all of your creations so this you know you can put a sphere just like hanging outside of your body of all your creations and pull energy through it through to your body and then you know as you're masturbating and if as you're like approaching orgasm you can start to flow the energy out of your body through the sphere out to all of your creations so that all of everything that's actually being created that you're creating can receive a little bit of that joy-filled orgasmic energy. So I know that's a little different than the ones that, you know, you do without the masturbation and stuff. It's like, yeah, you can pull energy to a sphere and flow it out too. And if it's fun for you to add while you're masturbating, go for it. How much 
of a manipulation is it to, to actually gift people that sensation of orgasm where they go, oh, whatever she's having, I'm having it, just like somebody said in the back end tonight. And like when you are getting that it's like really yummy to have it um, and to start to like receive more of it, then you're, you know, as soon as your body starts to receive more and more and more and you start to gift that orgasmic energy out to the world, your creations get really happy about it. So, you know, if you find that you're kind of like, you get intrigued by certain things, you know, there may be that somebody's adding sexualness to it, sexual energy, orgasmic energy, so that it feels really yummy to your body to have it, to receive it, you know, whether it's food, clothing, um, classes even, you know, things that you're choosing can absolutely have that sexualness and orgasmic energy added to them. And so if you're willing to add that to all of your stuff, your creations, how much more fun um, will people who are perceiving that energy receive? So if it's like they really start to feel uh, happy and joyful and they're like, I don't know what that is she's doing, but oh my God, that's wonderful. I love it. I don't even know I like her, but I like her. And it's like, well, I'm willing to give everybody on the planet an orgasm. Are you? I'm willing to give everybody in everybody's body, including the animals, because apparently I have a capacity with that, everybody and everything uh, in orgasm. So if you're not actually willing to be that energy of being that, uh, and even more present, like don't use my level of presence, choose your level of presence and how present you'd like to be with things. And like really start to receive that and gift that more. Oh man, I'm like excited to see what people will create when they, add a little manipulation of giving orgasmic energy to everything through masturbation. I'd like to see all of us and all of our businesses and all of our money inflows, like just like multiply by 10, multiply by a hundred so that everything is like way more fun. How much more fun, uh, you know, could we have with that instead of like, you know, your partner walks in and like, you're masturbating again. I'm doing it for the business and the money inflows, baby. And they're like, woohoo. You know, my lover knows I'm doing it for the business and the money inflows. And he's like, okay, cool. That's cool. You want me to stay around? So um, invite people to contribute to you if you like to. So, hey, how much fun um, can you have? You know, really, like, if you had no point of view, who would you invite into your life uh, for everything, whether it is, like, masturbating or business or whatever? But what if somebody could actually add to your life that way? I know it sounds a little wacko and sounds a little out of control, but how much fun can we have? So have a great night, everybody. Thank you for listening to The Pleasure Zone. Thank you for choosing to listen to The Pleasure Zone. Melissa Yelenich will return next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. We hope you'll join us. Until then... Have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.